This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole. And that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Monday, Biatches. That's right. We survived Snowpocalypse last week, oh, and God, now we have the flooding. Oh, womp, womp. Oh, I'm glad boy. we survived. Yes, there's a lot of flooding on University, uh, it looks like. Well, the weather <laughs> right today. Fairview, it's like a lake. The weather today, in terms of getting into work, was rougher for me. Mm. And it's all about me at the end of the day in my head, so uh, than it was last week, but mostly because people are back on the roads again, and mm. we've got a bunch of melting um, snus. What do we call this stuff? Sleet Slush? Slow? Yeah. Sleet snow? Yeah, it's slippery, too. It's not as um, dry. I mean, it's Neat. like wet out there, but it's not just rain, you guys. It's gross. Be careful. Be safe. I almost died five times getting to my garage. Okay, yeah. Because oh. everything is just one sheet of ice, or was. Yes. yes. I'm sure it's probably warmed up. Did you guys have a hard time getting in? You guys have a hard time getting out. I, d- I didn't have a hard time. I just was slip sliding yeah. away. Yeah, harder time was from the car to get inside yeah, this right? building. That was the worst part. Like it's the roads. Slowly. Once you get on the road, yeah, you're okay fun. usually. But it's that like. There's... And I go slow. Yeah, I'm in the middle though. I'm not in the left lane. Middle. I'm in the middle lane. Oh. on the highway. Oh, I, I go okay. slow. I I, I'm hey, not going to take any chances. I don't get on the big roads. Okay. I don't like to do that. I get scurred on the big roads. <laughs> Avoid highways. No, I just is what you I'm close enough. Ways. I can take back roads. Yes. Well, yes. Glenn, I'm glad you guys all made it in after a very, very busy night last night watching the SAG Awards. I know you guys were up late, right? Keeping track of actors and what they think of themselves. Yeah, they. Um, you know, this is the Screen Actors Guild Awards, so you know it's artists voting on artists. I have Some, my own SAG awards, though, but it has to do with my face and my ass. That's <laughs> yes, I'm sure not. Come well, on, Do you want to see it? It's, um, well, no, I will pass on that today. Uh, <laughs> today. Yeah. You're not tomorrow. the only one. Thanks, I, right thanks for I giving can't. me hope, though, Don. <laughs> 
Well, Jamie Lee Curtis won at age 64. Ooh, Good for she's her. so old uh, for Best Supporting Actress. I'm just joking. Oh. I just think it's funny when they list the age, mostly of women, in the titles of, of articles. So she yeah. won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. You know, we tested talk- everyone. Yes. Everywhere. All, all at, at once. once. Yes. Well, not all at once. They did them. Separately yeah. this time. So um, she kind of made fun of being a Nepo baby. I think we have poked fun at herself. Yes. Yeah. You want to hear the audio of mm-hmm. it? Got my SAG card when I was 19 years old, when I signed a seven year contract to Universal Studios and starred in an ABC TV series called Operation Petticoat, which was based on a movie that my father, Tony Curtis, Nepo baby. <laughs> Oh, well, it's all funny until all those other actors who don't have yeah, the ones that are at the SAG parents. Awards. Right, right. That are like currently like, you know, chauffeuring cars back and forth. Seriously. I mean, did you hear she got her SAG card at 19 and it was a seven year contract with a studio. It's like, you know, studios don't really do that anymore. But back in the day, yes. And it's like, OK. All right, we see you, Jamie Lee Curtis. You're just not loving the nep. But it's true. I mean, I I understand why Jamie Lee Curtis pokes fun at herself because she. I mean, you know, what is she going to say? Like, I'm sorry, I'm a successful actress in Hollywood. Right. She's not going to do that. Nobody would ask her to. But the conversation of nepo babies, I think, is a legit one to have. Right? It is. Like, it is. So I'm glad she take. You know, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's going to poke fun at herself, and but also that whole nepo baby conversation. She it missed her generation. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure to her, she's like, what do you what? mean? I worked for everything I got. Oh, yeah. No. Versus all the other famous or children of famous people who didn't. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of am on the fence, mostly because I'm not an actor or an Epo baby. Right. Now, she did in her the um, interviews that she gave backstage. She was encouraging to actors out there, people that are just starting out. Yeah. And, you know, she made sure to not redeem herself from her joke. But, uh, you know, she mentioned it in her in her acceptance speech as well. But um, in a joking way, she totally understands and gets it. Um, I I also think, too, like when you're in that position, like the test of your character is what do you do with the privilege you've been given? Not to sort of I mean, you can certainly she could have just said, no, I'm going to walk away from Hollywood and let somebody else have a go at this. But but I don't think that's how people work most of the time. So it, then I would say, like, well, what did she do with her fame and her privilege? And I bet you anything Jamie Lee Curtis, like, has, you know, tried hard to open doors for people if she had oh. the opportunity who didn't have the same privilege she did. So, like, and again, I don't know, but I'm just assuming she seems like the kind of person that has probably um, tried to give back in many ways to fellow oh, really? actors who didn't have the same uh, opportunities that she did. I know she does a lot of charity work. She was showed up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last oh, season. How nice of her uh, to do that. Because, you know, Kyle Richards is in Halloween, and so they were having this uh, charity event, and oh, she, okay. she showed up and gave An all the ladies... An actual charity event. I bet you meant just, like, by her going on the show. She's like, you're <laughs> That's welcome. Also, <laughs> oh, trust me. I mean, to have Jamie Lee Curtis show up on some trash TV show like that... So it's a big franchise, but still, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So, of course, being in Halloween with uh, with Kyle Richards, who's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, who is Paris Hilton's aunt, by the way. And a Nepo Hilton, baby. Right? Um, she gave I all the girls like gift the, bags and stuff like that. Can and, I just say, I, like, Nepo baby sounds very, uh, not to, like, generationalize the conversation, but Jen... 
Z, right? Did I get my generations right? Like, it just, like, as if they, this was something new. Like, it's just, you know. Right. It, it, it sounds too cute. It is to say it like is institutional cutesy. privilege, right, right, right. <laughs> but like it's yeah, a perfect yeah. Gen Z way yeah. of like, here's my YouTube channel, Nepo baby. <laughs> it also sounds like a toy. It does. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think she's very talented. I really do. Jeannie I think she Curtis. deserves her fame. Some people don't really deserve their fame. And you're like, gosh, but, you know, eventually they kind of get weeded out by not, you know, holding those top spots like she has for years. So. Um, she looked beautiful, by the way. Yeah, showing she's off, looking great. Showing off. God, I hate it whenever I see articles that say showing off her body, you know, or she's just wearing yeah, a dress. Yeah, you talked about that last week. You don't yeah, like I did. So why did off. I just like, do she's, it? She's just walking around. I mean, herself. she has bodacious tatas. We all know that. And she always has. And so she showed it off in a beautiful red dress. She looked stunning. So that was Jamie Lee Curtis at the SAG Awards. What else happened? Um, well, a lot of things happened. It it affirmed for me that I need to go see everything everywhere all at once immediately. I put it off, put it off. I've only we've only got two weeks, but it's winning all the awards. They won a ton last night, and um, there were so many great speeches. And we've heard from some of the winners before, including but not limited to Michelle Yeoh. So I was also shamed at dinner with friends on Saturday night for not having seen it yet. Even Jamie hasn't seen it. It's because we we wanted to wait for it to stream. Uh-huh. And I think it must be doing that soon. He's keeping track of all that. I don't yeah, know. So knows. we'll watch it within, within the week, I'm sure. But that that show just keeps, you know, picking up award after award. Um, but then, of course, because it sags, there's TV there, which makes me happy because... I know Hollywood is relevant for movies. I know movies are a big deal. I know they are. Look, I spent some of my best friends are movies, Dawn. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I thought you could movies. say movie stars. I'm like, give it up. Oh yeah, Come like on, I'm gonna name drop. Yeah. I'm gonna name drop. No, no, I'm saying like I love movies. Some of my best friends are movies. I'm not here to <laughs> poo-poo movies, but. In the year 2023, culturally, I think TV is more of a. Absolutely. Is more of a, is more, why do I have to pit them against each other? Nonetheless, I'm glad TV was included in the Mm -hmm. SAGs. And to that end, one of my favorite shows uh, of the last year, it wasn't just this last year, but I found it this year, was White Lotus, finally watched. And uh, Jennifer Coolidge won. And Jennifer Coolidge is just the most amazing human. And she's just like the one actor who's enjoying a moment right now. Like everybody's just kind of in on the moment. The one thing I will say, do you feel this way, Dawn? I want I want you to hear her speech. But before we do, can I just say, you know how like when somebody is the, the person of the moment <laughs> yeah. and like everybody's like, oh, Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Coolidge, I love her. She's great. Amazing. And you're like, do you really know who Jennifer Coolidge is? Have you ever paid attention to Jennifer Coolidge before? Um, not her. I mean, just the Stifler's mom and um, in Best in Show. Yeah, no, no, no. And I don't mean you particularly. I mean, like, people show up and they're oh. like, they're her number one fan. And you're like, I don't know if you really know Jennifer Coolidge. But sure, go on and enjoy her for the moment. But my point is, everything she says, people want to laugh at. Oh. Because they think she's always doing a bit. But it's just her personality. But it's just her. So she'll be like, I walked down, I walked down the star. Yes. Or I walked down the street yesterday. <laughs> and people are like eating it up. And she's oh. like, no, I just walked down the store. Oh, or down the my street. God. But you how know how painful. people do that? 
So I was watching her acceptance speech last night, and there was a little bit of that. It's like, just let her tell her story, and then you can laugh. I understand that she's literally embodying her character from White Lotus right now, because I think she just is that way. Yeah, which I totally get, but that doesn't mean, like, everything she's doing is, like... It's not a punchline. It's not, like, satire. Right. But anyway, to that end, she gave a speech last night, and there there were two pieces in it. I want you to hear one. This is her just talking about... And it's not, I don't want to oversell it, but it's just her talking about that moment she knew acting was the thing for her. And it takes her all the way back to her parents. Oh, okay. Let's have a listen. You know, um, I had these amazing parents and they had this incredible gift. Well, and I think they, they were, imp- it was impossible for them to lie. They just couldn't do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> never, never. They just never lied. Except, except that my, my father... Um, one day, I, the school principal came to my first grade class and said that um, I needed to be called to the office. And I went to the office, and she said, um, you know, your father's here. And my father was sitting there, and he goes, yeah, Jenny, we have to go. And she said, um, the principal said, well, Jennifer, get well. And I didn't know what that meant. And then I got in the car with my dad, and he... And he was driving, and he said, I'm never going to tell a lie again, but we're going somewhere really cool. And he drove me to this place, and it was this fluky thing in Massachusetts. It was the Charlie Chaplin Film Festival. He got me out of my first grade class to do it, and I swear to God, that seeing Charlie Chaplin for the first time and, and having that experience, of, it's my love of film, it's my love of actors. All of that came from my first grade. So anyway. So I just yeah. love that story. Like in the context, it was just like, she's like, uh, you know, my parents took me to a thing when I was six and I've just loved it ever since. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, totally connected to like what makes her because i think again she comes off as a punchline so often or people sell her as that and it's like no underneath that there's this you know like little kid who saw something when she was six and has wanted to do that ever since and sweet yeah i just thought it was completely adorable it's so sweet and there were plenty of you know laugh moments she talked about thanking her date for the night who's like her best friend and she's like i hope you're ready to put out later or something (laughs) and you know crowd went wild Oh, my gosh. Well, she is um, definitely having a moment, and uh, I just love her. She's great. But also, yeah, she's telling, like, a real story that's that's is sentimental to her. Yeah, no, but everybody, whenever you hear Jenna, and I've seen it now because she's been on multiple award shows or been on multiple stages or given plenty of interviews, and people just think it's, like, one long-running, you know, sort of uh, waiting for Guffman experience. Like, like she's just doing performance art constantly (laughs) and she might be i don't know like she might come off the stage and be like well i really fooled him this time i know when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You don't really know. I've not seen an I, interview with her where she isn't doing that yeah, thing. I think she's just... And she does it in every film. So I would like to see her do something else. You know? Like, she's getting cast... In these roles, and she's fantastic at it. I wonder, in a serious role, I'd like to see her, you know, doing something. She was in that one film, uh, not film, series. Maybe what, she's, yeah, already done it. that horror series, uh, like Next Door, is there somebody next door or something? Oh, okay. I couldn't watch it because I was like, I don't, it looks too dark and I don't want to watch it. Anyway. The Watcher. The Watcher. Did you watch? I've not. <laughs> Did you watch that? Okay. Um. I think, though, she's just, she's probably always being given roles to play to type. But to your point, I feel like the thing to put her in that would be completely out of the ordinary would be like, I don't know, something like super. Super fast, like the West Wing, where she's walking and talking. Yeah, like being you know a boss mean? boss lady, like being the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, can she do that? Oh, I don't want her to do that. So. <laughs> I do want I her to be president. So. I'd be fine. Oh, with my that. gosh. Yeah, but she is, she's great. And I hope she, that we, I'm sure she can do other things. She's just being cast always as that person that she actually is, <laughs> but just like a cartoon version of it. So, yeah, I'm sure she'll get other opportunities but where, uh, or maybe I just need to watch she's the, the watcher. She's the lady of the moment. Yes, That she, is for yes. sure. And, uh, oh, I did really quickly, really quickly before we leave, I have to tell you both Donna and Lori and Julia had this thing happened. I think a lot of people had happened watching the SAGs last night. Okay. Where, uh, and Mike, feel free to jump mm-hmm. in because you were probably there ta- as they talked about it. Um, they had descriptive audio on. And so they thought that it was the announcer from the SAG Awards who would do things like Jennifer Coolidge. The Jennifer Coolidge is wearing an understated blonde wig. And they thought it was the announcer, <laughs> but it was really the descriptive audio that they had, yeah. like, by default, it's, it had turned it, on. It sounds like YouTube uh, TV, when you're watching through your a TV platform with YouTube, it kind of defaults oh, to that. God. And you have to push up on your controller I, to change it. And, uh, yeah, it's just... I saw a tweet. Also, they... Like, like closed captioning, basically. Yes, exactly. the voice. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I had seen a tweet from LoJ, and somebody's <laughs> like, I think you're watching with descriptive audio. Because they were like, this announcer's really killing it. And I was like... <laughs> And Donna apparently thought the same thing. I didn't have that experience because I didn't watch live. Yeah. But um, I'm sure they weren't alone. Oh, I'm sure they my alone. gosh. That's so cute. Uh, all right. When we come back, who's got a dirtler today? Is it Holly? It's Holly. Fabulous. Holly, yes. With all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Hero. They have been keeping homes warm in the Twin Cities, warm and cozy for over a hundred years. And this time of year, you know, keeping your house warm is near the top of everyone's priority list. I would say actually that is at the top because if you have no heat, you're kind of screwed. Now, obviously, if you don't have any heat, that's an emergency. So do what I do if there's an emergency in our home uh, that Hero can help with. Call Hero.com. They'll get your heat back on so that you and your family are safe. But you might also have issues in other areas of your house. We had this with an upstairs converted attic where the heat flow just didn't work. Well, Hero gave us some suggestions 
free suggestions, by the way, in the sense that there was not a solution we had to pay for to fix the problem. They gave us a few adjustments and pieces of advice that super duper helped with the efficiency of heating in that upstairs area. That's the kind of expertise and customer service I expect with Hero. And so can you. Call Hero.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hey, it's Alexis. And after. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, it's the enlightened Holly Roberts here on My Talk 1071 with the Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Hey, Hall. Hey, I turned myself up. Enlightened. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, it works. Uh, uh, let's, you guys were talking about the Screen Actors Guild Awards last night, which, yes, we're streaming live on their YouTube page. But you know what? 1.1 million people, or at least views, managed to make their way over there and, and check out the SAGs. I think that's a pretty good number. I mean, I watch YouTube on TV all the time, so I feel like we're getting to a place where it's more ubiquitous with right. television. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, next year uh, it will be on Netflix, actually on Netflix, and it will be live because you know what? Netflix is getting into the TV business. Oh, I don't understand why they couldn't yeah. do that now. Like, what does it take? Like, do they need, like, an old school, like... Transistor or something like a guy in a basement with a transistor from 1950 something to make that happen. Absolutely no idea the technology. I I bet you know one of the things with Netflix. I'm just gonna make a wild guess is that they have to build the infrastructure internally as a company in order to support live TV. Yeah, that's a whole other set of code and technology and other things that they just have not set their company up for. Okay, you think they would? You know, well they hadn't before. Because, you know, this used to be a DVD by mail service, children. Right. Yes, I did, too. Do you know how much of my like I just watch so much because here's the thing, man. Now with YouTube, there's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot of original content. Right. But like if you want to go through a catalog of movies and television, Mm. good luck. That's true. You're going to have to pay several streaming services. Oh, Oh, and I'm just going to say it boldly. Netflix's movie catalog stinks. Yes. They have great original content, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. And you can still do by mail, FYI. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I turned that on a few, probably like five years ago to try it again. I just couldn't keep uh, uh, keep up with it in terms of like, we didn't like we've got we all these com- competition now, like uh-huh. for you know, with streaming and and stuff. So like to sit down and watch a DVD is just not happening, right? Do you uh, one question, follow up question on that, Bradley? Is Netflix's DVD catalog still deep in the mail order world? Do you have any idea, or is it? You know, it's been a couple years since yeah. I've looked, but I want to say it's it's if there's if it's on DVD, you're probably going to be able to get it. I mean, if it's like a weird. You know, I shouldn't say weird. I should say if it's a deep track. Right. It'll be different. Just like online sales for Target or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like you're not going to get things that are only available in certain regions, like all the, you know, British comedies from the The 1970s that you would actually like to watch. But you can get a fair amount. Good to know. Good to know. Because, yeah, you know, like you said, Don, original programming on Netflix, they have a lot of it. But even last night, looking through Netflix to find something to watch, it was just like, nope, nope. And I tried watching some true crime thing. I'm like, nope, absolutely not. About that family in South Carolina. Nope. 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 Absolutely not. Ugh. Ugh. So sad. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. 
Well, Han's going to like run find it after. <laughs> That's her territory. It's also three episodes. Okay. I'm bi- I'm a bitter Betty. Give me 90 minutes and that's all I can give you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of 90 minutes, major motion picture Cocaine Bear debuted at the box office this weekend. Grossed $23 million. Not enough to be at the top. Ant-Man 3 still is number one with $32.2 million. But uh, that, is, that number represents the biggest box office decline ever for a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Oh, oh gosh. All of these statistics. I know. Well, basically it means that, you know, the folks who saw... It, wanted to see Ant-Man 3, saw it the first week, and now yeah. nobody else wants to see it. Yeah, that's True. kind of a bummer. But not surprising, right? Right. Okay. Holly, thank you for uh, the bear update. And uh, when we come back, we've got blind items. Juicy bits of gossip with the names left out right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. The Minneapolis Main 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Happy Monday. Thank Monday, you for joining Monday, us. Monday. Yes, and now you're going to be smarter than us, and you're going to actually guess all of these blind items that Mike has before we do. Blinded by the item. Pretty good. Yeah. Sounds like a challenge. Here we go. We're going to start it off with this one. This washed up three name actor who used to be a minus list. But has always been, uh, I'll say, uh, a butthead, uh, is going to try to get full uh, custody of some children he has because he needs the child support money. Uh, uh, Brian Austin Green? Yeah. Ding, ding. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that he didn't have custody, to be quite honest okay. with you. Okay. Yeah. I thought they had joint custody. Well, maybe he wants it all so he full can get some custody. money. Full mm-hmm. custody. Gotcha. Okay. From Megan Fox Kelly. So uh, I wonder what that involves, just to take that story a little bit further. Can you fill in the blanks? I can. It sounds like uh, Brian Austin Green uh, wants to, uh, or as uh, NT Lawyer says, has always kind of been a jerk, is going to try to get full custody of some of the children he has because he needs the full child support money. And the biggest, I know Megan Fox was the big name, but also Vanessa Marshall, who he was with prior to that, they have had some back and forth sparring about uh, she's claiming she had to kind of raise the kids by herself. He's saying that's just her being jaded. So they're kind of going back and forth right now. Then he also has children with uh, uh, Sharna. Burgess as well. So he's got five kids in total. Lots of kids. Yes, from Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. And they were a couple together, right? You know, a lot of those dancing couples end up getting together. Well, I've noticed. You know, when you're dancing, the art of dance. Mm -hmm. The art of dance. The rhythms. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm getting grossed out. Do you have you? another one? <laughs> of course I do. That was just the first have one. Have you ever seen that couple on the TikTok where they <laughs> they watch other people do dances and then they recreate them and, it, and they do so not as well and it's hilarious. Oh, anyway, that's cute. Fun story. You're welcome. Move on. We'll go with this one here. This uh, illiterate former television star. This is going to be a theme here in a little bit. This illiterate, again, former television talk show star is returning back to her roots and headed to radio. No. Wendy Williams. That's according to NTR. That's not not right. That's not going to happen? Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. They've been trying to say that there's a podcast. Mm -hmm. Anyway, fill in the blank. Sorry. Yeah, Wendy Williams apparently is uh, returning to her roots because, of course, she a former radio personality before doing the whole talk show uh, bit there uh, is, yeah, according to Lawyer, going to go back to radio. Look, I'm not saying it's impossible Mm -hmm. if she... You know, got to a place where she felt healthy enough and confident enough to do it. I don't see why she couldn't. She's a pioneer and like a first lady of radio. But um, by all accounts, they tried to make a podcast happen and it hasn't happened. So I'm just curious, like, what's changed? That's what I would want to know. We used to be mildly obsessed with. The Wendy trajectory Williams. of Wendy Williams. Yeah, well, it wasn't good for her for a while. Um, well, and you still see these stories where they're like, hey, look, she's out and like they're trying to make it happen, mm-hmm. but she doesn't seem very interested in doing it. So I, I just, unless that changes, I'm not sure why this would be any different. Unless she gets back together with her former co-host, Charlemagne the God. But they had some a riff for a very long time, so yeah. I mean, maybe they'll make up, and you know. Yeah, the, the last we heard from <laughs> NT lawyer is that apparently Tiffany Haddish like spilled the beans that she was going to be on the podcast, and that was going to be in I think March. But we oh, haven't seen anything yes. about the podcast no, yet. People so keep dropping this think, like podcast yeah. is coming. Mm-hmm. There's a social media account. Yep. And again, I'm not saying she wouldn't, and if she did, she could crush it again. Uh, she's a pioneer, but it didn't seem like she was in a position to. Um, to do the show and that she was working on her health. So, you know, I, I want to hear from Wendy. I don't want to hear from all these people around Wendy. That's Because true. I'm not convinced that everyone around, and why am I clapping, that everyone around Wendy is has Wendy's best interest at heart. We've seen it oh. time and time again, <clears throat> Britney Spears. <laughs> I don't trust the people around the people. I think if she would were to do anything, a podcast is the best thing for her right now, though, because she can be edited. You yeah, I mean, I mean, if she's but if she's, if she's struggling and having a hard time, if she's strong enough to do it, she'll do it. Yeah, but if she hasn't done it, it means she's probably not ready to do it yet. And if otherwise, she she'd be doing it. If she doesn't and she's not ready to do it, let's throw that out there. We're going to hear a lot of celebrity gossip from people that are being interviewed by her. Like she had to take a break. She had to do this. She was looking off into the distance or any behavior that they're going to. I think the people around her want to make money, want her to make money so they can make money. At least if I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat, that's where my my antennas will go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another one? Of course. All right. Uh, this foreign-born, illiterate superheroes team pays for bots to post how he should be cast as a younger version of an iconic franchise character. Oh. So okay. So are we talking down. about Superman? We are not. No. Nope. Oh no. Illiterate, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Yep. Okay. But there are two parts to this one, so right. she is on the right page. There's a uh, an illiterate superhero. 
who is foreign born, and then there's also oh, the iconic yeah. franchise character that uh, his team is apparently trying to. Oh, so it's a he. It's a he. Okay. Yes. Because I was going to say Gal Gadot. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Illiterate foreign born, but no. Nope. There is uh, a he in there. Mm. Okay, uh, superhero. That would be. Uh, mm, does this Henry Havill <laughs> again? A literary. Oh yeah, I, I got you. I was making a joke. <laughs> Come on. Oh, um, I just. Okay, so but which uh, not a popular? Fr- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Franchise popular franchise superhero? Uh, yeah, and it's he, he would be... Okay, so if you have your um, upper echelon of like the Marvel or DC heroes, I'd say he's like uh, a B... He's a B hero. Okay. He's I would say, B-hero. yeah. Yep. It's not a Chris because we don't have any Chris. He used to be uh, uh, his character, and one of the Chris's were very close. Oh. Like, very close. Like, wink, wink, close? Or? Well, I mean, just like friends. Close, in, in, the, in the comic book realm. Batman oh. and Robin? I'm saying his character and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his character. Yeah. Well, I'm naming a character. You're naming characters, Robin. but you're obviously wrong because yes. he would have dung you. Uh, yes, and I haven't. Dung me. Sorry, that's here, I'll the buzz past you tense of today. No, no <laughs> ding dang dung. Ding me. I dung you. Uh, this is a Marvel, Marvel okay. side of things. Okay, is it you. like one that I don't know? Like I don't know, Faucet Man. Well, you would probably <laughs> not know specifically his character, but you definitely know the actor because he's done something recently that was bigger than his role in the Marvel world. John, this is I'm going to call he, on you now. I I don't use know. Your, use I don't your know superpowers, Don. He recently played a rocker. Oh. A rocker. Oh, who... yes. Oh, Sebastian Stan. There you go. You got that. Okay. Any idea now the second part of it? Um, The second part was like. Uh, so he apparently, Sebastian Stan's people, his team, are paying bots on social media to really push that he should be the younger version of which iconic franchise character? Oh, the one. Superman? Nope. Um... Think of the characters we've been talking about. Who's going to play? Oh, Bond! Ding, ding, ding! Oh, I thought Bond. Oh, we yes. got, we got. I thought he was going to play another superhero. Yeah, we got nope, superhero iconic franchise, franchise characters. I yes. was just thinking of. We got you got the sure, Fill Winter it in Snow for Snow the audience who has yes. no clue what we're talking. Uh, about. Sebastian Stan's team is apparently paying for bots, and we've heard a lot about Sebastian yeah. Stan and his use of um, social media in in different ways. So his team, he, he must have hired a lot of people who can kind of mess with the algorithms He's like, a little You're bit. Thinking so, about me because I watch you. Exactly, me, which is actually great for a Bond villain. Put him in that true, role. Yes, true, he'd be true. a great villain. Elon Musk. But if you Google Sebastian Stan and James Bond, there's a whole new TikTok kind of, uh, um, you know, it's going, it's trending a little bit. And there's a bunch of different trends about uh, his role with uh, as Bond. <laughs> it's so. just like 10 people in a room that keep liking tweets. Exactly. 
And God's hilarious. just pushing him forward. Yeah. Beep, or a cat, that cat that goes like the keyboard. That's exactly it. Okay. Do you have another one? Uh, sure. I got a quick one here. And then yeah. tomorrow we're going to do all SAG awards. Because those, oh, yes, just, those just started rolling in, like literally as I'm, I'm as I'm pulling them right now. But this one's it's very quick. He uh, probably stayed up late. Um, here we go. This one named AA minus list singer cannot stop talking about her past. She now says that the one named permanent mm-hmm. A list singer hates the A slash A minus list singer mm-hmm. because the A slash A minus list singer rebuffed the sexual advances mm-hmm. of the permanent A lister. Nail it. Pink, Pink and Madonna. Madonna. Yep, yep, yep. Nicely done. I'm not going to repeat all that because there was a lot to it. But no, basically, no, uh, Madonna. I was going to make puns, and I'm not to going to stop. Yes, stop. Pink. What's wrong? I just wanted to make sure you weren't making puns. No, I'm not at all. <laughs> okay, I, my mind isn't even there. I don't even know what good. you're talking about. I'll tell you. There we go. Okay. Cool. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> when we come back from blind items, those were juicy today. Yeah, thanks for uh, getting them real juicy bits. When we what come back, Dawn is friends with Tom from MySpace. <laughs> she's going to tell us what he's up to, and she says we're going to be real jealous. Can't wait. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Everyone has a smile, and you need to uh, put in a little effort to keep that smile smiling bright all year long. And the easiest way to do that is what I do, call Dakota Dental. Right over in Apple Valley, super convenient to the metro, there for the whole family and every dental need you could possibly have. In fact, I had a friend reach out over the weekend, and she said, I heard you got a dental implant from Dakota Dental. And I said, actually, yeah, I'm on my uh, dental implant journey. I go back in a couple weeks to get the final uh implant placed and she had questions about the process so i told her a little bit about the process the cost what you can expect the journey and uh, she's like well i'm gonna call him on monday and uh, that's exactly what you should do if you've got questions about dental implants or you just want to make a regular appointment get your teeth checked and cleaned so you can have that bright beautiful smile all year long with dakota dental don't forget to tell him bradley sent you At Hirschfields, it's my talk 1071 everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh, it's Monday. You might have been dreading it, but now who's dreading it? You get to hear us. That's right. Now you're listening to us, and you might be like, I wonder what Tom from MySpace is doing now. Who's that again? Tom What's a MySpace? My, MySpace, if you don't know, was a social media platform that sort of was the leader in all of this before Facebook took over. Uh, MySpace, everybody was on it. We were posting pictures of where we partied that weekend or even hours before because it became super important in 2007 to show people that you were fun and having a good time. Or just alive. Yes. We like, got- <laughs> Bradley Trainer is eating. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Or, you know, some such thing. So on MySpace, I remember we had these like colorful backgrounds. You ha- you could choose what music was playing. You have your top 10 friends that you could jostle around. Well, Tom was always your first friend. Uh, he is one of the founders of MySpace. His name is Tom Anderson, and he's the guy who's looking over his shoulder. It's Tom from MySpace. And everybody sort of loved him but didn't know anything about him, really. It's just that you're like, oh, Tom. <laughs> so, Tom, what is he doing now? Well, what is Tom doing now, Don? Because MySpace really just doesn't exist anymore. This guy had the I would I don't want to call it luck, but it was um probably the best 
forethought, foresight in for for anybody ever. He sold the company with the other founder for five hundred and eighty million to Rupert Murdoch. That and five hundred and eighty well. million. A couple years later, MySpace was pretty much done. Oh yeah. So they MySpace had such a like, loss. You can hear the tumbleweeds now. Yeah. Uh, so the Murdoch company, uh, like News uh, News Incorporated or whatever, they sold it for thirty five million. Bought it for five eighty. A couple years later, sold it for thirty five million, and now it's just sort of kaput. I believe maybe some people use it for music, um, but. Boy, I mean, his new hobby just became everybody's dream, which is he's retired. And his. I want that to be my new hobby. His. Retired? He he says, enjoying being retired, new hobby, photography. Hmm. So people. (laughs) BuzzFeed. Taking pictures. First, I'll tell you about what he's doing. So in his 30s, he retired. In 2009, he sold the company. And um, he travels around the world, and you can see it in his tweets. Uh, he talks about, impressed with Sweden's variety of gas station hot dogs. <laughs> this is in 2015. Living his best life. Yes. Then the next one, uh, friends in Tokyo hit me up for karaoke night. Then he's heading to Seoul, Korea tomorrow. What's the best thing to photograph there? Wow. Um, and then first time in Switzerland, <laughs> and then so he's, he's like, just like everybody. You too are can be just like the one of the richest people in the world. Uh, that's right. But he's living a laid back, awesome experience. Europeans, if I buy a car in Italy, can I drive it in any EU country without additional paperwork, border control, or insurance hassle? That was important to him. Um, so you can find him on Instagram as well. Um, and something just to go back here. So that's what he's doing now. Yeah. So he also responded to Elon Musk whenever Elon Musk started to just disintegrate and everyone hated him. And he's like, I would I'm going to turn this over to somebody who wants to be the, be the CEO, you know, and it's like if anybody's that stupid. And he replied, depends on who you get running it. Here, Tom from MySpace comes out of nowhere and says oh, sure. that people like, were like, Tom, Tom, yes. And he responded first with his My, MySpace profile, which is just the picture of Tom oh, looking sure. over his shoulder, which the was iconic, the only picture yeah. that he had on there. Um, but just to be clear, Tom did invest in Elon's other company, SpaceX. I going to say he invested in like SpaceX. He did, yes. Um, but, you know, he's making more money with it. It looks like his uh, wealth right now is sixty million. He did not, you know, he he brokered the five hundred eighty million dollar deal, but he did not take all of that away himself. Yeah, he wasn't the only person, right? So uh, Chris DeWolf got some of the the paychecks from that as well. Well, good. I'm glad this very ultra wealthy person <laughs> is. Getting the opportunity jealous? to share his travel photos on Instagram. <laughs> is he actually, like, what's he actually doing? Um, he takes beautiful photographs. You can see him more on But, uh, I mean, he doesn't have, like, a, he's not, like, working no, on some, no, no. like, startup or something. No, that's what I kind of love. He invests his money, and then he just lives a laid-back life. So, um, is, the, is the truth here, you just want this life? You're like, I want to be Tom from MySpace. Kind of. I mean, isn't he just living the dream of everybody? Um, So you can find him on Instagram as MySpace Tom. And um, 
he posted something. He took some beautiful pictures in Hawaii. And it's <laughs> they like, are they are just breathtaking. And, and here's one of the posts. He says, I was surprised how many people responded to what I wrote yesterday and glad to know people found comfort in my thoughts. Um, often this feeling of being lost comes from a larger cultural context. I just got back from Bhutan, a place where life feels integrated, whole, directed. About seven years ago, I chose to live in multiple places around the world. Good for you. I consider myself a member of various communities. Good for and then you. he goes on to talk about Hawaii and how they have this laid back culture. It's Hawaiian life. People even walk slower. They have less divorce, less depression. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny, though, because he's basically living the like travel influencer life. Travelers, <laughs> he like, is. you know, all of the thousands of people out there are like, you know, trying to make it doing that life. And he's just like, oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, I do this. But they are I, breathtaking I, photos. I yeah, mean, no, pretty photos. I um, I would certainly love to travel as much as he does. That's for that sure. is why I'm saying it's a dream. Do you think that when Mark Zuckerberg was speaking in front of Congress, just like really upset. Oh, like he's really jealous of this guy. Himself. Like I want to be Tom from MySpace. No, no. I think that Tom was probably watching all of that go d- down from uh, some beautiful location and just laughing. Yeah. Because the greed of Mark Zuckerberg and what it turned into and somebody even commented um, and he just, uh, you know, about the greed of Facebook and it's like, making comparisons saying Tom from MySpace never got involved in government and um, elections and all of this crappy stuff. Yeah, well, they got bought out before he could, you know, before his will was tested. That's true, but he's lucky because he didn't get caught up in any, any of that. And he just replied to that with just three emojis, which were two smiley faces with the three hearts around them and then a hang loose. Yeah. I, I imagine it's an amazing life. It looks absolutely beautiful. What's uh, his actual handle again? On it Instagram? is Tom from MySpace. Hi, Tom. He looks oh, just MySpace the same. Tom, um, MySpace Tom on Instagram. Um, and then on, yeah, MySpace Tom on both Twitter and Instagram. I want to go to all these places. They look fabulous, except for like the snowy places. I don't need those right now. In no, my life. Thanks, not right though, now. Which brings us. To our next topic. In fact, that's great. What a transition. How do you escape the midwinter blues? That's the question we're going to ask. Dawn is ready to get the hell out of here. <laughs> and she's going to tell us uh, maybe uh, what she does to beat the midwinter blues. And hopefully you'll join the conversation. But all you have to do is either tweet us, email us, or give us a call. 651-641-1071. You want to go to a salt cave? Maybe hang out at the movies? Just put on a blanket. 651-641-1071.